With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, this is Emil Heskey, and you're listening to the guys of Coppin We are live. So sorry for the delay. So sorry for the delay. Some technical difficulties over here at Cop and Fracker, but it's all been sorted. Thank you for your patience. Welcome to a, another Cop and Fracker live podcast. For those of you listening on YouTube, you can see us now. You can see us later. Those of you listening on Spotify or listening on Apple Music or any various DSPs that you love to use, Thank you for listening. As always, if you want to see our beautiful faces, please tune in to our YouTube channel. And while you're there, make sure you like and subscribe. We really want to get our own URL, so please subscribe. Please, the title is really long, long-winded thing. Anyway, before I go on on a tangent, I want to quickly introduce all the members I'm here with today. I'm here with Krish, I'm here with Glam, I'm here with Ellis, and I'm here with Kev. Old man Kev making, I was going to say making his debut. It's definitely not his debut, but it's it's very rare we 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 get him on a uh, get him on a show. He's a bit like Sway on a uh, on a Skepta um mixtape remix kind of thing. It ain't cheap to get Kev on on, on a remix. Let's say that for, for for lack of a better word. Um, yeah. But before we get started, I want to quickly shout out um our partners, Fanslide. We've been working with them for a few weeks now, and it's been really, really good. And you might be wondering, what on earth is Fanslide? Well, I can tell you exactly what it is. It's the world's first live and in-play fantasy football game. So you can play with your friends, you can play with us here at Copa and Fraca, and the rest of Touchline Network for completely free. And there's a chance of you winning some cash prizes every single week. So, Chris, I played it yesterday. There was a, there was a big game yesterday between Arsenal and Newcastle. I played it. I thought, you know what? I was, I was being a bit bullish. I was like, you know what? Let me put in the the three Newcastle attackers. For some reason, they played Joe Linton, um, Wilson, and Andy Carroll. I think Andy Carroll was playing right wing at one point. It was very funny. I was like, you know, what? let me stick them all of them in because I, I thought they did get a goal in the first twenty. Didn't work out so well for me. Let's say that. How was your experience, mate? Weirdly enough, I had the exact same things. Um, I thought, you know what? Andy Carroll, big Andy Carroll, some set pieces. They're going to just swing the ball in. He's going to be there. He's going to be knocking over Rob Holden's big ball dead. Um, you know, <laughs> my my goal, I'll put him in that free time slot. And then for some reason, he's popping up on the right wing. I was like, hey, I didn't sign up for this. You know I didn't I mean? sign up for this at all. But no, I, I learned my lesson in the end because I had uh, Emil Smith-Rowe in the in the column whilst he was uh, doing a, some fantastic, a fantastic performance in the number 10 role for Arsenal it must be said um, but yeah I seem to you start treating it like a boxing match you just type first 10-15 minutes feel it out actually. and then uh, you know go for the haymaker kind of like straight after half time so let's uh, let's see what we're going to do for the next game but um, it's it's a good experience man and if people haven't jumped on it yet I'd implore them to, to, to do so come and have some fun with the team Yes, yes, absolutely. Please make sure you jump on it. There's there's generally a 100 to 150 pound prize per, per game, but on the big games that can be had, and we're going to speak about later on today, the Liverpool Man United game, there was a there was 250 pound cash bonus, and that was out of nowhere. It was a, it was a zero, it was a nil nil game. So I guess you, you had to be fortunate about who made the right tackles at the right time. I know that yeah, it makes it quite <laughs> difficult, but hey, and we we don't make the rules. Um, but yeah, it's it's quite difficult, but it's quite fun. It's definitely enjoyable. It's completely free, so check it out if you can. Um, our next game that we have is Liverpool versus Burnley on Thursday. So make sure you download Fanswide on your on your App Store, your Google Play, or um, depending on what uh, software that you use. And yeah, join in with us and tweet us and let us know your experience. That'll be cool. All right. Now all of that is out of the way. 
guys, heads up, yeah, heads up, guys. Come on, come on, heads up, chest out, yeah. We, we can't let we can't let our enemies see us weak. Glam, I'm coming to you first. I need I need some energy, okay. I need someone to give me some positivity. Well, I say that that's a complete lie. Anyway, Liverpool nil, I'll be right. United nil. If you want positivity, bro, go Ellis or Kevin first. <laughs> I, no, you know I ain't going to give you none. I want to start with the bad news. Let's start with the bad news. So so you can uh, bring me okay. back down to earth and the rest can bring and the rest can make me feel a bit better. So, <laughs> nil-nil against Man United. Um, yeah. That's our third Premier League game in a row without a goal. Um, it's the first time we've done that since March 2005. Wow. Yeah. I was like 10 years old. Um. And it's our first. It's our first. Get, well, it's, an, it's another game. Well, I mean, the last game we scored against was was West Brom, and we drew one one on the twenty seventh of December. So, what's going on? What went wrong, Lamb? Chat to me. What in that game? What you mean? What's going on as as, as a rhythm now? Because I got a lot to say, my bro. Oh, you know what? Let's just let's, let's get to the fact. Okay, so yeah, go no on. no draw. You know, Man United. Are we surprised? I'm not. You know, we didn't we didn't go into the game on form anyway, and um scoring and so forth. My issue is is that since our, since Palace, since the Palace game, yeah, we played our normal front three and we scored one goal. That was against West Brom, yeah. Um in yeah. terms of creativity and chances and, and so forth, we've been off it. Mane, Mane, Salah, Firmino, we've been off it. Let's be honest. Now, my issue is, and I'm going to come to Klopp, yeah, he's bottling it. Because, end of the day, it's a squad game. Your players are not in form. They're not performing, yeah. We need, we, we need some action. And I'm not saying, cool, the big game, Salah, Mane, Firmino, I would have started them in Man United game. But the games before that, especially after Palace, we could have integrated different sort of players. I want to mention a certain Minamino, yeah. Now, Palace game, we won 7-0. Yeah, Minamino set the tone for me. Yeah, we had eight shots on, we had eight shots on, 14 shots, eight shots on target. We won 7-0. Oh, he glammed the research, you know? Glammed the research today, you know? So, since that game, after that, we scored one goal in the four. And the front three has been what? Our normal front three. So, it, it, it's going to take, it's going to take some big decisions right now. And right now, our manager's not doing it. And that's what I'm upset about. At the end of the day, someone has to get chopped. Now, I'm not saying, obviously, I've had this tough to a lot of little I'm not saying Minamino should be starting every single game. I'm not. But he's deserved a chance to come in when his last game, he had a good game. That's my problem. So, as I said, I'm, I'm not happy with the fact that, obviously, that, um, the manager's not taking some ownership and, you know what I mean, putting some fear into these guys. I'm not. At the same time, that nil-nil draw, listen, I'm not surprised. But, you know what, let me, let, let me ask you something, Glam, because you, you mentioned yeah. that, fair enough in the other games, that you, you, you wouldn't start Minamino, let's say, or, or Shaqiri or Rigi every single game, but they deserve to be in with yeah. a shout in certain games. But you said for this yeah. United game, you would play this front three, yeah? For the, for the United game, I understand why the front three played. Now, had cool. those players came in before the game, then they could have they staked to claim for the... They, they could have staked to claim. But going into it, I have no qualms him playing the normal front three. But I'm not, but, I'm not surprised. But with you saying that, before I come to anyone else, I'm just curious. But with you saying that, yeah. you would have started this front three against United. So what went wrong in this in this in, against United then on um on Sunday night? Well, one of the main things, obviously, I understand. Obviously, uh, you, first, let's start from the back because I think Fabinho and Julian Henderson play fantastic at the back. And Man United came in. Man United came into the game. Um, let's be honest; they were fearful of us. They they didn't want to get ripped open, even though we're not good for them. They showed us a lot of respect, and I'm happy they did because a lot of their Muga fans were getting up, were getting a bit. I mean, excited. I don't know where the excitement came from, but at the same time, you know, we had what Ronaldo, Shakiri was brought in for the creativity, and it, we look, we looked good. I can't lie; we all talk live. We looked good. Yeah. And we just weren't taking our chances. Don't let me bash. Let me just think, oh, we're bashing Liverpool completely. We did look good. And I was confident going in the game. But then we faded out. We drifted. I don't know. Maybe a frustration just kicking in. We weren't obviously getting the, that, that, that final third sort of um, strike and goal. I don't know. But 
as I said, first off, we look good, but I I'll be honest with you, the confidence is just not there. And the the, the, the fluency is not there with the, with the attacking style. And boy, I, mate, I'm, 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 I'm just... I'm deflated, mate. I'll be honest. Yeah, that's 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 fair enough. I think I think I think any even the hardest like the hardest fought Liverpool fan will, will find it difficult to to disagree with what you said there. Um, L, how about you, mate? What what do you think about this conundrum we've got going on at the moment uh, as to whether this front three are just uh, they're they're just a little bit a little bit washed? It seems like lately. Is there is it being overstated? Are they just going through a bad patch? We need to shake it up. Like, what do you think? Like, what 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 would you put it down to for? Are this, are, are grievances in front of goal in the last three games? Um, I think there's a mixture of everything, Harold, you know. Um, they've played a lot of games. They have played a few in the last four years. I think Carragher made a good point in a Monday Night Football saying that these players have played a lot of goals. There's a lot of mileage in their, in their, in their legs. Um, after Christmas, they look a bit devoid of ideas. Um, there's no intensity, intensity in the game. They're um, like against Man United. I didn't see Mane going one on one with Wambasaka. I didn't see Salah going in behind Shaw. I didn't see Firmino dropping off. So I, I think there, 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 there is a few, there is a few, a few things to their game where they're not usually doing. So what they'll usually do, not doing, and that's been shown in the last four games. Um, would I change it up? Yeah, I probably would because they, they need a rest. I mean. Before that, our most other informed forward was Jota, and unfortunately, he's he's um he's injured. Um, Minamino, like we was discussing earlier on, he's a good player, but there's probably things that Klopp is seeing that he doesn't really like, and he doesn't think that Minamino can affect the game as well as Origi. Um, Shaq blows after 50 minutes; he can't do it for the whole game. So there's a mixture of a lot of different things. Um, I would like Liverpool to mix it up because the front three they can't play every game. You know what I'm saying they're not Iron Man, they're not Superman. They need the rest, um, and I think that's we can see that they played a lot of football between December and now. They've played a lot of football, so they do do the rest, and probably that's that's what's um, taking over mental fatigue as well as physical fatigue. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. One point I, I wanted to make, I haven't really heard anyone say this, and I wanted to hear you guys make your points first, and this I wanted to just get this one out there. With me, I mean, you watch Liverpool, even with our 17-18 season, over the last, what, three or four years under Klopp, we've played some great football, some great attacking play, even that rock and roll football of 17-18, where Salah obviously broke the Premier League record and we thought he should have had way more goals. These guys, they always miss chances. Honestly, if you watch us, even when we're at our free-flow attacking best, they always miss chances. Even when we beat Crystal Palace 7-0, we still miss great chances, Yeah. They always do this. The only difference is now, in my opinion, is that the chances just aren't coming as often. So the chances that they do miss are more highlighted. We miss chances every single game, always, forever and always. So for me, nothing has changed apart from the fact that we now have some creative outlets in, in Hendo and Fabinho who, who, who can make something happen from deep in midfield now playing centre-half. And obviously we don't have, we don't have the, the Van Dijk or Gomez or Matip there in our centre-half actually helping us to progress play. But that's just my own thoughts. Anyway, Kev, what do you think about the whole, um, the whole, like, the whole front three, the whole front three conundrum at the moment? Because I know there was a piece from Jamie Carragher and um, Gary Neville on Monday Night Football yesterday night on just how long the typical, um, typical prevalent, proficient front three normally play for. And it tends to be around three years max. Obviously, these guys are now in their fourth year, going on to their, fu- going on to their fifth with, with the next season coming up. Do you think, it's just time for us to switch it up. Do you think there's other issues to blame here? Do you think maybe Thiago needs to get a little bit more set, settled in? What are your thoughts? Um, what I was kind of saying backstage, the front three need to pay us tax for their performances that they've put in <laughs> recently. It's a disgrace, yeah? I'm not jumping on the glam bang wagon, yeah? But you see Salah... Numbers, yes, they're wonderful, but his head is somewhere. I don't know where, but his head is somewhere, and we need to sort of rein it back in. I feel like with his game, yes, he's the goal scorer, but he just needs to sort of humble himself a bit more, work more for the team, pick out his other um, strike partners, and you can't always shoot in front of the defender at least work an angle. It just seems like 
like you guys were saying, there's 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 some spark missing from them. Mane, I I don't think I've seen Mane beat a man since Crystal the Crystal Palace game. Firmino, I think that's harsh. He has he has beaten a man. It's, when? But often the, you, the final ball. I, when 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 yeah. the last time you saw Mane beat a player? Get I mean, to the even against United, and, I've, no, I swear he got locked off. I remember him running no, past. He was in. No, he tried to just. It was that whack Wambasaka. He tried to dust past Wambasaka and he got locked. No, no, no. I get what Kevin's saying, though. I don't know why Harold's coming in trying to be all glorified fucking hero. Remember, remember. Remember, I'm a money fan, bro. Come on, man. Honestly, the only guy I actually really like in this club is Virgil van Dijk. I can't lie to you. The rest of them, they have been moving crazy. I can't. No, I'm a big money fan. I have no bias to anyone else, but I, I think it's a bit harsh to say he hasn't beaten a player since Palace. I think he has. It's just that these final balls has been has been poor. He has been poor though. I agree with you. What, what I would say is kind of what um, going on to what Ellis was saying is like as a trio, it's like they don't know each other anymore. And yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I you know what I'm saying? Like there was a there was a passage of play in the Man U game. Yeah, I think it was in the first half. Firmino dropped in. I think Lindelof followed him. I'm looking at the pitch thinking, Salah, I can see that massive gap. Surely you're going to run into it. No one ran into it. I'm like, what's happening here? Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. I watched that. The first person I thought of, Diego Schotter runs in there and then we go one new up. You get what I'm saying? Like no one's mm. running in behind. It's like everyone just wants it to feed. Um, and they're not so doing much with the ball. And Firmino, I'm not going to say anything because if I start on Firmino, I'm going for an hour and a half straight. <laughs> you know, I'm trying you know, to get my IRS shirt, my briefcase, and he's paying me the most Monopoly tax here. <laughs> do you know what it is? Um, do you know what it is? I hate yeah, him right now, bro. <laughs> do you know what it is? And you make a good point about. The, the runs in behind, the runs in behind. So the the main difference, and it's good that we refer back to the Palace game. The main difference is, yeah, in that game, we we obviously played uh, Minamino, Firmino, and Mane, and it looked like they all knew what was going on. They all had their roles. Like I haven't seen Firmino run into like a pocket like that since that game, by the way. Um, but now obviously with Mane, Mane, Salah, and Firmino, they're all looking like, oh, I can do something with the ball. So I always mm-hmm. wanted to see. And and there's like this old school rule of don't let the goalkeeper see that, that your your shirt. They they can all the keeper can see all of their shirts. They all got their back to go and not making that that ongoing run. I think you I think you make a very fair point. And what um, I say with Minamino, yeah, the only I'd say is yes, he has his bad points, but I feel the way the attack is at the minute, he's probably got. You lot can diss me if you want, but his movement is probably better than the majority of the front three. In regards to movement, going into pocket, he might get it and lose it because he's lightweight, but his movement's pretty good. And he that could just be a spark to create something for Mane or Salah. Notice I'm going to miss Firmino, Mane or Salah to score (laughs) us a goal and we finally win a game. Yeah, you know, you know, fair point, fair point. I, I think at this point it's worth us trying something different because what we're trying, this isn't working. Chris, I'm sorry, man, I'm, I'm coming to you because these guys have given me all reasons as to why I should I should probably have um, a nice vodka coke uh, before, before uh, just just after we finish this podcast. But can you give me can you give me some <laughs> reason um, to, to 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 smile tonight? Um, is there, were there any good things that you could take out of out of that United performance? Kept a clean sheet. Um, so you know what you know what sorry Chris you know what before we go into that actually I do want to break down the game a little bit more so tell me your thoughts on the overall game because I feel like we've we've almost spoke about things in in conjecture like things all together as once tell me about the actual games talk me through how the game went on like in, in let's, let's say the thirds or, or quarters I thought kind of the first half we played we played really well United did their typical thing they were, they were, they were going to do. They did, didn't play great until about 60, 65. Um, I think Ole made a bit of a mistake not bringing on Greenwood and he brought on Cavani as well as being a bit too safe because when we were fading out the game, they really could have took the chance to win it. I mean, they had the two best chances of the game. Um, thankfully, we've got the best goalkeeper in the world to kind of keep the clean sheet too. But in terms of how we 
performed in the first half. Um, I mean, hate more loving. I thought one album got some decent positions, kind of pushing up, being uh, in that kind of triangle situation with uh, Robertson and Mane. So that looked like a bit of a threat from the from the left hand side, and we were getting some decent decent penetration in. Um, do you think that was more? That? Do you think that was more first half an hour as opposed to first half though? I did feel like it's we stood out. Yeah, so it definitely was first half an hour, and that's a that, that's that's a that's a Liverpool theme. It's like kind of, you, you don't blitz the first half an hour; you go for it in the first thirty minutes of the game. You get the goal, and you see how quickly you can convert that from one to two. Man City at home brings brings yeah. to mind from last season. Yeah, that's that's the exact template that you need to go for in these big games. And yeah, the way that we play in big games isn't isn't terrible. We we always play fairly well. Um, it's it's just it's just so annoying because I can look at the rest of the team. Possibly bar Trent and Ginny. I mean, Ginny probably did a lot of the water carrying in the first half, but then in terms of attacking outlet in the second half when you need him in sometimes, you could see Thiago really having a go at him. <laughs> there's one there's one time after he took that shot that uh, De Gea saved, which is kind of one of our only real shots in the last 20 minutes of the game. Uh, he tried another one, and he kind of had a go at one album because he wanted the pass across the floor, and it really bobbled up, and he missed the shot. Um but but yeah, I mean, it's just so annoying that the rest of the team played really well, and we had the makeshift centre back pairing of Fabinho and Henderson that worked extremely well. I thought they both played fantastic. And you saw how how well Fabinho played, kind of shepherding people out away from goal. Um, and Henderson in terms of how he's actually playing those balls from the back really well. Else, <laughs> we kind of like uh, dreaded him doing that in some of the games going forward. But in terms of what we missed from both Matip and Virgil, he was doing that quite well. Mm. And it's just, it's just really annoying because in, in the past few games, you can definitely make the argument to say why the centre-back issue has had that knock-on domino effect as to why we're not committing enough men forward in our attack and we don't have the aggression and the attacking potency in our attacking style because we're, we're worried about turning the ball over, we're worried about um, that weakness we have in the defence, so we're keeping players a little bit withdrawn, and we're leaving it, we're leaving the front free in certain isolated areas, and executing the same moves over and over again, see if it will be, will be the breakthrough. But I think the front three, all of them, you know, honestly, have got, have got no excuse to say, have got no positives to really take away. I thought they were all fairly bad in their own individual way. Uh, Salah was pretty much non-existent. Uh, Bobby, you had a really good chance in the first half, and then you had that other one where he shot, and he probably could have laid it out to Robertson, which is weird because any other time he probably would have def- def- deferred it straight to Robbo. I was Mane, that. Yeah, 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 and then and then Mane was, I don't know, he he does this thing where he's a quality player. I love him. I love all of them, and he did that thing where he just looks like he's playing fairly hard and fairly difficult but he wasn't actually affecting the game that much in the way that he can. Um, he tricked man. He tricked he us. Around. He tricked it on. I, I, I want to kind of like have a amino point. I was thinking about it this morning, and in terms of what we did with Shaq, in terms of having someone who would normally be the sub you bring on for the last 25, 30 minutes of games to kind of make a little bit of an impactful change, take a shot from 30 yards out, possibly score. We needed that for the first 30 minutes of that game in particular. So it was no surprise that he was huffing and puffing on 40 minutes before half-time. His, you know, his little calves couldn't take him that far. But there's a case to say in... They're definitely not little calves, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a case to say, possibly not for Burnley, um, for Minamino, but maybe for Reed that... You bring up, you start one of the other guys to be the water carrier, do a lot of the running, do a lot of the shit work uh, that the front three have having to do in the past few games. Uh, so one of them could come off the bench and then make a bit of a meaningful impact. So if, mm. let's, let's, let's say, for, say, for instance, I'm James Tarkowski. I have to go, I mean, going up against Divock Origi isn't an easy task. You know what I mean? Big lad. You know he's going to point the shift against you. Yeah. I'd say 65 minutes. Most Salah's coming up. You know, you're thinking, oh, fuck it, I've got to deal with this now. Because this is the this is the one problem we we've got at the moment with Jota not available. We haven't got that impact guy, uh, and we don't have that Plan B option in terms of like a Giroud or Ed Jacko, uh, where we can kind of change up the play and spam these balls into the box. So in lack of a Plan B, you need to have an alternate way of kind of setting out your squad. So it's is a difficult one, but again, one of the one of the main things I can I can take away from is that hopefully that Matip will be back for the game on Thursday. 
and we can push Thiago a little bit further up because you can see he wanted to play a bit 10-15 yards over the pitch as well um, and hope, I'm hoping that he can have a bit more of the kind of impact that he's had in, in the game of the weekend as well Yeah, I've, thank you for that Chris I, 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 think you brought, I think you broke that down quite well I wanted just to touch on the first before we move on to um, what went well I think the, the very few things that did go well in the United game and the games we have to come I did want to touch on the first half an hour and I think it's I think that's I think it's interesting to talk about. So this is how I viewed it, yeah. So in the first half an hour we have our front three who are on it. They they look like they're not even our front three, our team look like they're on it and they really they really like they're 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 really feeling bullish, like they wouldn't take the game by the scruff of its neck. We're on Discord, um and well at least Glam and I are on Discord and we're all like, Okay, like we, we look up for it. We look like we're actually enjoying our football today, yeah? And they do this thing where they just this is what irks me about them. They just they they snatch at chances, and they snatch at opportunities. And there's a lack of there's a lack of that final third. So there's there's that lack of that final third incision. So that there's that there's always like there's one pass missing. Now that was the case from both sides, I think actually. Um, in fact, the whole game there was lack of like that 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 real incision in, in the final third. But that one opportunity you're talking about, where Firmino could pass it to Robbo, was like. Mate, what on earth are you doing? Like, there, there was an, if you watch it again, I think it only make you angrier. So watch it while you're in, in a calm mood. If you watch that, if you watch that chance again, it it absolutely bewilders you because Camino's completely surrounded and he could he easily pass it on to, to Robbo like he normally would because he has great presence of mind and he doesn't. But the reason why he does that is because our front three are so used to continuous chances, and I think yeah. they're forgetting that. We don't have those chance creators. Or, for instance, Trent isn't isn't on the boil like he usually is. Um, Hendo's not in midfield where he's actually been playing quite well recently. Thiago's not as as further forward as we want him to be. Fabinho's not that anchor in midfield. But they're they're still playing like this is the usual run of service. We need to use those opportunities because they're really few and far between at the moment. So I've got got two things I want to ask all all you guys as well. Kind of the first point. Yeah, actually, it's probably probably more free than anything. Because I just want to say, Harold, you made the fantastic point of saying that the front three, in terms of the chance creation and how many chances they need to score an actual goal, um, is, is such a good point because they're so used to having these chances come on. And if oh, you know, yeah. it's, the chances like what's the, the chances like buses, there's going to be another one five minutes later, yeah. and that's really dried up. And that's the main source of our frustrations at the moment. Yeah. But the, the two things I want to ask you: the Trent thing. Do you think he's been told that they'll be a little bit more withdrawn? Because I think defensively, as opposed to attackingly, he's actually been fairly, fairly good. From an attacking aspect, he's been really good. He was good at the weekend when we all thought, yeah, when we all thought that you know they're going to exploit that right-hand side and they're going to target Trent. He kept that flank completely clean. Nothing really came from down there, and I thought he played really well. So I'm interested to get your guys' point of view from that end as well. And the second point, do you feel in this current run that we're on, we kind of need someone to step up, like Gerard used to, and just kind of say, every time, every time we're on the attack, give me the ball, give me the ball, give me the ball. Similar to what Kevin De Bruyne is currently doing at Manchester City, because Manchester City they're getting these, they're getting these results, they're, you know, they're, you know, they're banging out these wins, these one nils, two nils, but they're still not playing particularly well. And I don't think there's any team we can look at in the league and say they're playing the most amazing brand of football. But what they're doing is they're feeding the ball to De Bruyne at every single opportunity. And he's creating it like prime Steven Gerrard Royce would do. So the one thing that really annoyed me, I, I definitely want to get you guys' opinion on this, is that did you feel pissed off that one, if not Mane or Salah, was going, give me the ball, give me the ball? And Thiago tried it for some times in the second half, but he was too far withdrawn in the pitch to make anything happen. That Salah was not going, uh, cool, give me the ball, I'm going to face up Luke Shaw, I'm going to take him on, dribble it, I'm going to create something. I'm going to keep doing that, I'm going to keep doing this until something happens. Yeah, I'll, I'll, Chris, I mean, I'll go on the second point. I'll go on the second point. Um, I think I came into the group chat about 40 minutes and I said I don't like Thiago as a six because we need him closer to the forwards. And had we had him closer to the forwards, I feel that he would have started to force things a bit more. He'd probably take more shots. He would have probably picked up um, Robbo on the left-hand side a bit more. Um, he, he's, his mind works quicker than the, the average player. So sometimes he'll get the ball. Like there's a couple of times he got the ball in midfield, and he would do like a drop of the shoulder and go past the midfielder, and that's what we needed. So I feel that Thiago is gonna be that guy to say, "Give me the ball, I want to do something. Give me the ball, I want to do something." And hopefully, it can he can feed it into the front three because 
even though the front three are off form and they're not playing well at all anyway on an individual basis, I believe that the ball is not coming to them quick enough. And that's also... Nah, that, bro. <laughs> not quick enough, bro. Nah, not bro. Quick. Yeah, you, you, can, nah. you, can, you can... You can say Narclan, but that's the truth. Nah. <laughs> it's nah, not coming bro. to them quick nah. enough. Like, for instance, what, the speed, the speed of the ball? The speed of the ball to them is not quick enough. That's why we're not getting chances. I think, I think the point L's making is the Hold tempo up. isn't there. It's not the speed of the ball, it's us getting the ball from one end to the other quick enough. We're differing on the ball too much. And that comes because probably, let's say, um, we're just lethargic in our play, our mindset is not in it. First 30 minutes was very quick, we was on it, we was moving the ball quick. Then once we started to tire... You see, everything was... Now we're starting to doubt ourselves. Um, Firmino had that shot with the left foot. He's doubting himself. Usually he takes a touch. He sees Robo there. He gives it to him because we're doubting ourselves. And that's why I feel... So, Chris, last point. Yeah, I think that Thiago is going to be our man who's going to be feeding the front the front three. Um, in regards to Trent, I think Trent's, Trent's game, we all know his attacking game. So, when it's not on, you feel that he's not playing well. And, uh, yeah, they didn't really exploit us. I thought Martial was going to go one-on-one at him. To be fair, when I saw Martial... On that side, I was a bit more confident because Martial is not the type. Of, he's not. He's like Trent defending, but he's not intense, so he's not going to constantly get at Trent. Uh, yeah. If it was Rashford, I'd be a bit worried. I would have been a bit worried, but I thought, I thought going forward, Trent was absolutely abysmal. I, I, I don't know what's wrong with him. Um, defending, he was meh, meh. Go on, glam. Go on, glam. No, um, no, no, not rubbish. And um, I agree with Ellis in terms of the um, who's gonna want the ball and who's gonna take charge. I think it's Thiago because he always wants the ball. Um, I agree. I, I, I think he's too slow to be in a six. Me personally, I like my six screening more, uh, defensive side of things more. But because he's such a brilliant passer, we also need him further up the pitch. So it's kind of a catch twenty two. So you know, I would want him in an eight. So the responsibility can fall to either Jimmy or Henderson to mop up behind. In terms of the uh, front three, yeah, our chances are not being created as normal. I get that. But these guys are getting chances, man. These guys are getting chances. We're having like 17 shots at level in the game. On average, 14 shots for every game. These guys are getting chances. Most other had a chance. They're getting chances, though, though, Glam, though. Are, are, are these the chances that, that, that they're used to, though? Okay, I'll put it this way. They're not, they're not high quality. Chances. These are not clear-cut chances where, you know what I mean, it, 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 should, it should be a shoe-in. Albeit at West Brom, Mo Salah one-on-one, he's touched him down. But zero goals, the last game, I feel zero, zero goals with, with what we're creating. Other teams that are scoring less, with less chances than they're still scoring. I, I, can't, I can't justify zero goals because of our chances. We're getting opportunities. You're getting in the box. We're getting shots on goals that we're doing as pass-backs. We're getting shots that were skying over the bar. The chance of Mo Salah came into the middle and had it. If he looked to his left, he could have passed to Genie, but he didn't. He tried to beat a man and then shoot. So we are, they are getting these opportunities enough where they should be scoring. It's just confidence and bad form. It's as simple as that. They don't have to be sparking out to get goals, but we're not scoring. And, they, and, and, and these half chances are enough chances to at least get something from it. They're not doing it. And also the fluency of the passing. They're not passing to each other. This is why I want the front three split up. Because something's going on further that I don't know where it is. I'll be honest with you. I mean, we, we all know Mo Salah was uh, moaning about the captaincy given to Trent every day. Why does, it, why does that have to come out? What is that? What? what, what, what so what? So what, bruv? Why are you... Why? <sighs> I, think, I think Glamour's is frozen. They're right on cue. I'm... It's annoying. Anyway, <laughs> and then no, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And in terms of the Trent, yeah, Trent's a form. I don't know. Trent, Trent's just he needs a holiday, mate. He needs a holiday. But the thing is, we can't. I don't trust Nico. Of of my principle, Nico should get a try. On my principle, because you're not doing well, but. Really and truly, I don't blame Klopp if he does it because who trusts Nico? We, we don't. Do you know what I mean? So, ah, oh, mate, yeah. All right, wow. okay. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. You know what, Glam? Fine. 
call. I personally disagree. I think it's a little bit. I think um, I think the chance creation is is not the chance that the quality of chances isn't there. But there are they they, they should be scoring no goals. You're right. You're right. Come the final ball, and we keep doing this thing where we're camped out on the edge of the uh, edge of the box and we're in that final third. The final ball sometimes has been abhorrently bad. Terrible. Insane. I agree. No, I, agree that. Bad. I, was, I, I was watching the game back earlier and I kind of get why Bobby didn't pass to Robbo because the two times prior to that when Robbo was first into the box, he was taking Damn. some terrible shots on goal. No, no excuse. No, no, Chris. I'm not having that. I know you love Bobby, but no, I'm not having that. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm not having that. Those two times, yeah, there was the first one, I think it was like first five minutes, someone slipped um, Robbo in and the cross was abysmal, fam. He went out for a goal kick. Bro, look, look. We we, we we can't get on to our best player this season. We can't. It's true. Bobby, 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 if they don't play well, if they don't play no, well. But, but, no, 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 but no, he, yeah. you can't say that that was indicative of his performance, though. I actually no, feel like no, he had no. a solid game. He, he, was, he was okay. What we're saying, what we're saying is that the final ball. The fact, that's, take, take away from me, his, his overall game was good, but the final ball. Imagine if... Imagine if Robbo fought like that to Firmino. Firmino would never receive the ball. If no, Robbo, no, no, Robbo, I, Robbo fought, no, last, last time you did this, you did, did nothing. Firmino would never touch the ball, you know? Is that no, what you no, want? Shoot, shoot, but, <laughs> not, Robbo, that's, that's, <laughs> I feel like the last time Robbo passed the ball to Firmino, he scored that world against Palace, which he felt like he was like 19. No, but Firmino has to pass there. He's not he a killer like that. Happens. You're not. You get, if, if it's Aguero or Langman there, you yeah. know them type of man can shoot, it can go... Over anyway. the bar, but you can't anyway. even look at him because yeah, yeah. my record speaks for itself in it. I don't want to hear nothing. Yeah, for Mino, your game is slipping players in. Just pass the yeah. ball, fam. Yeah, for real. Okay, Just anyway, let's let's let, let's move on a little bit because I did mention earlier what did go well, and there was a little bit. There was something that did go well. Okay, something did go well. We saw um, we saw Hendo actually play play a very decent game at centre half. Nice to see that. Fabinho was good again at centre half. My man of the match. Um, we had Allison in goal, who made some. It was routine for him, but some very important saves as he has been in his last few games. And lastly, we had a very good home debut, though Glam may disagree, from Thiago Alcantara. So let me just reel off um, a few stats from from the game. So we had the most passes in the game, um, with eighty six percent accuracy. He had the most touches. He had the most chances created. He had the most dribbles for Liverpool. He had the most tackles for Liverpool, and he had the most interceptions. And that was the highest, which was seven, of any player in the league so far this season. It's a pretty solid home performance. Kev, I know you were over the moon when, once you heard that we signed um, Thiago Alcantara. What, what did you make of his performance on Sunday night? Come on. So, Thiago, the first, I'm, I'm going to try and be as truthful as I can because I know Glam's just on my neck right now. It's going to pick <laughs> holes anything I say. Yeah, so, Thiago, for me, first 40 minutes, top. It's what, it's what I expect of him, isn't it? Like, Okay, let me just go to that phase of play. I think we discussed it in the first half. Um, he opened up, looked like he was going to pass it over to Trent, disguised and wrapped it into Wijnaldum, who was in the 10 position. Wijnaldum didn't even know the ball was going to arrive, <laughs> wasn't on the half turn, took a touch backwards, then turned. He had about seven touches, and it, it was like, raw. That's not how we play football. I'm just a plumber here. Like I just put fires out. You're not meant to pass the ball back to me, type thing. <laughs> so the reason why I'm saying this is because I, I, when we signed him, I said, "Nah, let's put Thiago in the six. But from what I've seen of Wijnaldum, I'm not even going to say Hendo so much, but I think we need to have Thiago wrapping them disguised balls into our attackers. So. As you guys are saying, he needs to be closer to the front three. Agreed. At least Mane and that, they'll be receiving the ball quicker, half turn. Sometimes it'll go in behind when they want it. Good way to pass. And the thing is, Thiago is genuinely just a top, 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 top player, isn't it? Um, I do feel, though, that we don't have enough plumbers at the minute, to do his work due to Fabinho and Hendo having to play at the back. So, 
it's 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 a tough one. It is a tough one because I feel like he has to play the six just at this moment in time. But then, do you not think if um if we can get a Matip or um uh, a Nat Phillips to come in, or even a Reece Williams? No, no, it is. No, forget all of this. Forget all of this. You see where it is, yeah. Mm. We're playing against these no blocks. We've moaned about it for the past two years, and I'm going to be on Klopp's side here, yeah. Klopp went out and bought Ox. Klopp went out and bought Naby. We're going to come on to Naby in a minute, yeah. And he's gone out and bought Thiago, yeah. Okay. okay. That's three players I feel that he's bought to sort of be a sort of locksmith type player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To create chances in these low blocks. Ox can shoot from outside the goal. Cater, I don't know if I still back him, but at least he could still dribble, create things, and also Thiago. So I don't really want to disclop too much because I feel like he is he has shown that yes, I am trying to possibly rectify Mm. this situation but I mean two centre-halves out all these injuries and then I feel like we've then come becomes really um, we compensate for the uh, full-backs now and all we do is whip crosses in whip crosses in whip crosses in whip crosses in and we haven't got a big Giroud type figure as someone said and we're just predictable yeah at this minute Thiago I think Thiago Shakiri, and I would say Jones, but I feel like Jones, I'm going to say something wild here, yeah, but I'd send Jones back to the under-23s for two weeks, you know. <laughs> hear me out. No, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Like, no, no, no. When, listen, when, he, when he came, broke into the team, he was that nonchalant flair, drop my shoulder, shoot, this, that. Now, I feel like Okay, he made the mistake the other day, and he's just gone back into a safe mode, and he's just he's just playing the simple pass. When I feel like he can do so much more, so that's like, like I'm saying. You feel like he's been a bit Wayne Alden fired. Yeah, it's been like Wayne So it's like, okay, I'm going to play safe. This is what I've got to do to stay in this team. When he can do so much more, so much more. Like we 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 was comparing this guy to Foden. A couple of months ago, Wait, we who, 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 who's we? I swear I saw that in the group. You know, I, I can't, I can't name names. I'm sure I've seen that in the group. Name names. Don't be we. I can't. I can't. Name. I'm sure Mike. Was it Mike? Oh, Mike? Hey, Mike. Now Mike's Mike. Mike's my team, you know? I don't even want to expose him like that, but. All right. Mike, you got taxes to pay, bro. Mike, you got taxes to pay. Very Mike. I can't lie. <laughs> no, Do I attach any association no, of this to me? What's up? <laughs> you know what, Kev? Though you know, um, I hear what you're saying, and and like always, you speak so eloquently about football, so it comes across very, very well. I was just thinking, if we move Hendo out of centre back and into the six, and then we can put Thiago eight, does that help anything at all? Um, yes and no, because Hendo, yeah, Hendo, I feel Hendo can do his running throw him in that but we still got to get Thiago the ball you know yeah in that eight role and your clubs will clock on so let's let's try and snuff out Thiago saying we're still gonna need someone I don't want to dishandle too much someone a bit more clever in that six we just need Fabinho in the six because yeah, Fabinho can do it all. he can lock off yeah. he can pass it to man and everyone just feels safer but it's hard. I guess this is why Klopp gets paid with that big P because he's gonna have to try and yeah, make, make do something. Because yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah, sorry. It feels oh, like there are the problems, isn't it? Oh, sorry, that's gone. Yeah, I was just gonna say like with, with that. I think we um once we get Matic back, if we can get Matic back and push, let's say let's say if Bruno has to still play centre back and we get Matic back and we get Hendo in the six and we put Thiago in the eight, I feel that Matic has that ability to step into myth and still find yeah, Thiago but I'm yeah, saying yeah. they say we're off any lanes I feel that Matip is able to, to find Thiago so then if mm. Hendo because to be fair to Hendo Hendo is the you know he's, he's a safe passer in it he's just going to keep the ball ticking he's not one of them like Thiago yeah. not a older, uh, but if he can find if Matip can play I feel that Matip at centre back and Hendo at six allows Thiago 
that freedom. Yeah, platform, innit? Yeah. Even the fullbacks, the fullbacks need to, uh, they need to know their role as well. Just pass to Thiago. No, we don't want to become like that, man. Okay, don't want to become like that. Okay, like that's just going through Tiago. That's how we did though, man. We don't want to do that. No, 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 man. We don't want to be a team like that. We will. Them lower league teams do that rubbish. Pass to him. You know what? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I agree with Edison. Kevin just said, I do agree with you. I'm happy with the handle the six and Tiago number eight. But you know who will be in between them? But it frustrates me because that I'm going to contradict myself all on him. Nabi Keita. That's what I'm he's, saying, bro. He is that guy. Nabi. When he's Nabi. running, we know. Exactly. But I don't want to say him because he frustrates. He gets on my nerves. Yeah. His whole fitness. But I, he's that guy. I'm telling you. That's why I don't diss Klopp because I can kind of see what Klopp was trying to do, but... No, nah, I still diss him, but yeah. Hey, Nabi is just... Yeah, you're <laughs> killing like that still. I'm just, I can yeah. kind of see the Klopp vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I, I think, I think you make, I think you make a good point, and I, I think, I think you, I think you broke it down really well, man. Um, like honestly, we, we, we can be here for an hour talking about different shapes that we can make up to try and make this thing work. But just for sake of time, I will, I will touch, I will move on. And um, we, we are talking about um the curious case of Wijnaldum later on um in the week in our Patreon episode. However, I am, I am thinking perhaps maybe we need to just do a. Maybe do, do an appreciation podcast for, for Fabinho, because I've never known a player to be just good in, in three different positions. Oh. I, think it's, I, I, I think it's outrageous. He's, he's unbelievably good. So, but anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll do it on a later date. He's fantastic. Cool. So we're looking ahead now. Looking ahead to the, looking ahead to the next few games. Um, before we look ahead past Burnley, on Thursday we do have Burnley. Let me just, let me just read off, um, off some stats about our, our, um, our encounters with Burnley, okay? So obviously we're at home. The last time we lost to Burnley was in the 16-17 season. We lost 2-0 away. The last time Burnley beat us at home was, was, when, was, was when Kev was about 25 years old in the 74-75 season. Um, we lost, we lost, we lost one. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. Wait, you know what Portman said? 85. Did you say 75 season? 75. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let me just lock out of this chat here. Now, so. <laughs> I'm messing. I'm messing around. Honestly, honestly, I actually love. Listen, I'm all for Manta. I like that one. That, that was some corn, some corn on my nose there. <laughs> sorry, 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 Ken. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, essentially, it's been a long time since since we lost at home against Burnley. Yeah, it's been a fair number of years. Um, Chris, I'm gonna come to you, mate. What are your thoughts going into the game? So, what are you thinking? Chat to me. Got to win. You have, you have to win. There is yeah. no. I was I was doing some research on Burnley earlier, and it's it's not much, much like City of Burnley or the town of Burnley. It's not pretty. Um, their form. It's 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 not great. Um, but we just need to we need to go in and just kind of. Uh, to, to, to take a take a phrase from it's always sunny in Philadelphia to assert dominance. Um, they've only scored eight goals this season, by the way. They have eight goals in total. Wait, what? What? what eight goals? They have eight total goals. Okay, come on. Okay, come on. Eight goals. We have um, played nineteen Premier League games. They scored eight goals. So then let me just go through the, their last. Um, yeah, these are their last four four games. Um, so. They played Leeds away, lost 1-0. They beat Sheffield United at home, 1-0. They lost to Man United away. Sorry, they lost to Man United at home, 1-0 with that selected Pogba goal. They lost to West Ham away, 1-0. So there's a, there's a trend here. They're defending, they're, they're defending all right, but they, just, they can't score a goal to save their life. That being said, they're going to play with Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes up front. Um, and if there's one thing that we lack at the moment, it's height throughout the team. So I understood why they were playing sh- why we were playing short balls against Manchester United because if there's one thing Manchester United do have, is a lot of they've got some big guys, they've got a lot of height in the team. Um, so for us, that needs to be something we need to, we need to look out for, and it's a bit of a rationale as to why Nath Phillips could possibly play uh, to defend on set pieces and just be a bit of a you know the battering ram to counter their battering ram. Chris, but, let me ask you because sorry, sorry to cut you off there, pal. No. Um, you, you, said, you said that we need three points, of course. Absolutely right. I couldn't agree more. 
So tell me, how are you approaching the game? So what's our personnel like? What's our formation? What do you what do you think needs to change, if anything, um, going into games so we can secure those all important three points? Um, I still play four three three formation wise. But we were talking about teams we played earlier on. So in terms of my what my lineup would be, because I think we can all agree that some players are out of form and some players just need to be taken out of the line a little bit. Um, with some of the games coming up, obviously the fact that we do play Man United yet again on sort of an FA Cup tie. Um, so f- f- for me, I play. Um, obviously Allison goal Robertson at left back you've had your rest you can have another rest of the weekend um, if he's available I play Matip um, with Fabinho at, at the back if he wants to give him a little bit more time and bring him back for the for the Spurs game that's understandable um, in, in which case I would probably play Nat Phillips because you're not going to be you're not going to expect Bernie to press you a lot. Like I, like I said earlier on, it's going to be a lot of area battles. There's going to be a lot of stuff there up the top. But right back, the interesting choice is I'd probably just play James Miller there just to get a little bit, just to you know, take Trent out of the line a little bit, kind of sit him down and say, look, get your head right and just get, get yourself back in the game. Again, there is a school of thought saying that you play in this game in a bit more rhythm, but it is what it is. Again, like we were talking about earlier, you could, if we're in a nice position in the game, you can bring on... Um, around 65, like we did uh, was against Leicester, and he put the assist in and he got the, uh, for, um, for one of the goals. We could do something similar to that. Uh, for the midfield, I play Henderson at the six, and I play Thiago on the left-hand side of the midfield, and then Curtis Jones on the right-hand side of the midfield. But I'd also say to Curtis Jones, don't feel the need to play conservative. Take the you know take the chains off a little bit and. To kind of say what Kev said earlier on, play like, and I had this conversation with Fahi last week as well, which is which is quite funny. The one thing he's lacked in the past few games is he hasn't been playing like a guy who was a winger and he's now a central midfielder. You need to have a lot of that more attacking impetus, get into the attacking fourth a lot more, be an out, be be, be the outlet, be the fourth guy running into the box who can get on the end of a ball that you know Firmino's missed because you know he's thinking about something else. Um, in terms of in terms of the front lineup, I probably go I'd go Mane on the on the actually no I wouldn't I'd go Origi on the left I'd go Mane on the right and then I'd go Salah through the middle. Wow, wow, Origi, <coughs> wow, wow. Okay, fair enough. Well, I mean that that that, that, that certainly yeah. is that certainly is changing it up. I'm glad I'm, 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 I'm not playing Minamino against Burnley, man. I. Them, them thugs. I'm not doing oh, it. We're playing Yeah, I mean, okay, frankly, you know, each of their own. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I, I, I definitely hear the James Milner right back shout. I definitely think that's a fair yeah. shout. Um, uh, Glam, since 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 you're already here, what what are your thoughts? What what do we change personnel, approach, formation? Chat to me. Rav, I'll be honest, man. Well, depends who's fit. <laughs> Let's be sure. I, I don't know who's going to be fit and who ain't going to be fit. Um, I don't. Uh, Matip needs to come back. Yeah, you know I mean, Chris Woods uh, is a powerhouse, and Burnley dead ball. They really do uh, fizz it in the box. So I, I need Matip back for the game. I really do because although we need three points, I'll be honest, I am not confident we will actually get those three points because Burnley will um, see some opportunities that these other teams have done, and they will come with confidence in that game. I'm going to be honest. They're going to. They're going to mix it up. There's no doubt about it. They're going to mix it up. Um, but I would start up top. I would take out Salah. And I would put the front three that started at Palace. Um, I would bring in Ox as well. Um, I'll, bring in, I'll play Ox, Thiago and Henderson. Um, now Genie's going. I don't feel we need to be relying on Genie. I'll be honest. I know it's not confirmed. So don't take my word as gossip, guys. Whoever's listening, it's not been confirmed. But my personal opinion... Is I think Genie's going. He's lying. He's lying. He knows more than he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> he knows more. I think he's going. <laughs> um, but yeah, back line, as Chris said, right back. Yep, yeah, I'm having Milner in there. I just think we need a, right now. We're, um, we're in a position now where, okay, we're deflated. I'm deflated anyway. But we are still favourites. Well, to some people, to win the league, and I've still got confidence in us to still win the league. We haven't drifted off. We're three points off top. Yeah. So. 
It just needs someone who's been there. Milner's been there and done it, man. He's got the scars, he's got the T-shirts, isn't it? Bring him in, do you know what I mean? And rally these guys. And I think with him and the team, we just need to just kick on now. Because as I said, we lost two games. We've drawn a lot. But listen, we're just defeated because we know we're better than what we're showing. But by all means, man, we just need to make sure we don't drift off where we're just impossible, we can't come back. That's what I don't want to get to, in all honesty. I know I started off negative, but fuck it, man. I mean, we need to just get it done now, man. Like, I mean, yeah. So three points. Yeah, do you know what? You know what? I'm happy you said that because I was going to make a point. And I've been thinking this for a while, over these like this lull we've had. You guys remember the 0809 season where we were pushing United for the title? And then yeah. you had that, that massive Makeda moment. And then suddenly things clicked for them because they were dropping points left, right, and yeah. center. Um, and we obviously, we made ground. And then Makeda hit that last minute winner against Aston Villa, I think, to make it 3-2. So I feel like we just need a big moment, someone to step up and really make us kick on. Because the play, we still have the same players. Like, the players are still good. Like, there's, yeah. Mane and Salah still got golden boot last year. Like, they're, they're, they're not, they haven't lost their quality suddenly. Like, it's not, it's not Space Jam. So, I mean, look, like, I, I think we just need that big moment. We need, we need that big win. We need that statement performance and then we can kick on from there. But, that's that's obviously just my, my passion coming out. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping something good can can come as a result. Um, Els, I'm, I'm going to come on to you, but not on the Burnley game. I'm going to come on to you just in our, a few fixtures that we have coming up here. So I'm going to reel them off really quickly. So after Burnley, we've got United away um, on on Sunday, I believe, in uh, uh, the FA Cup. We've got Spurs away. Then we've got West Ham away. Then we've got Brighton at home. Then we've got City at home. And then we've got Leicester away. So... Big question. Does this run make or break our season or has the latter already been done? Uh, this run makes, makes and breaks our season, man. Especially that Man City game. We lose to Man City if they win their game of hand. It's like seven points. Um, and then we're facing some tough teams in Spurs. Brighton play good football. They're going to be a tough game. We only beat them, what, 2-1 last season. It was a tough game. Leicester away. Leicester away. West Ham away, good form as well. You know what I'm saying? So they're on good form. So, um, yeah, the, the next few games will make and break our, our season. I think that the difference between Liverpool last season and this season is because we were just grinding out results and games where we didn't play well, we were just still grinding it out and, you know, taking our chances. So, yeah, the next few games is make and break. Not even like the FA Cup game against Man United, man, that's just... Uh, well, obviously, I would like to win the FA Cup, and if you don't, we don't. It's whatever you can. That's that's a good game to get some momentum. Fair, but it's not really going to make or break our season. I think Spurs. Spurs. Who did you say after Spurs? Sorry, sir. So we have. So you got, obviously got you got Burnley on Thursday. Then we got then we got United on Sunday. Then we got Spurs away. Then we've got West Ham away, and then Brighton at home, and then City at home, and then Leicester away. Yeah, so yeah, that, that that's this is gonna make or break our season really. It's gonna make or break our because and then, and then and then and then obviously right after that we have our um we have our first leg against uh, RB Leipzig in the Champions League. So yeah. So this is the time now you wanna you wanna pick up you wanna pick up because in the league this season you lose two games you find yourself next to Arsenal, bro. Pull up that. bro. <laughs> Once you get next to Arsenal, that's where you're in trouble from. Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah, yeah, big time. Um, Kev, I'm gonna I'm gonna come to you, mate. I'm, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna pose you the same question that I've, 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 I posed to L. So obviously, I rolled off those fixtures. There's some really big games coming up. How are you feeling going into those games? Obviously, we're on some really bad form. The worst, some of the worst form we've been on on the clock. What? What do you think? Do do we do we can we muster enough to 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 make that next step to really like put a run together and actually challenge this title to challenge for the title? Or do you think this run is just a bit too difficult and we're just gonna fade away and we should just hope for top four? Um, the funniest thing is, yeah, when Van Dyke got injured, we said, oh, that's it, we've got no chance. Then Gomez got injured, oh, no, that's it, we've got no chance. Then we went on a decent <laughs> run. And then we was all gas saying, yeah, 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 yeah. We're running away with this. They can't yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's been, what, six weeks? And now we're looking back at Arsenal. So I think, as you can see, the season's a strange one where 
I think if if you win three games, you're at the top of the table. Three, four games, you're at the top of the table. The only issue is, I think, is it's just goals, man. Like looking at those fixtures, I don't think our defense is gonna win many of them games for us. So if we're not scoring, I'm I'm not even trying to be negative here. I still I don't think we'll lose many, but I just see draws. Yeah, I hear that. Do you get what I'm saying? I just see draws. I don't think we're losing, but I don't know where that magic or spark's gonna come from. I think Diogo Jota maybe back in a room to be back in, right right at the start of February. Obviously, you never know with with Liverpool injuries. But do you know what's mad though? Yeah, but also I find it's like every season we sign a player and then they become the holy grail, or they are that is it for the season. <laughs> oh, if we haven't got Virgil, we can't do nothing. If we haven't got who else was it? Maybe Fabinho. Now we have Diego Jota. People still going about Coutinho, and that was like three years ago. So yeah, yeah like yeah. why? why Diego Schotter shouldn't be this important for me. No, yeah, it's true. No, he shouldn't. You're right. You're right. You're shouldn't right. be this important. Now we're relying on Diego to come back and save our season. We just signed him. <laughs> hey, I mean, look, look. To be fair, I, I get what you're saying. However, we never imagined to got the kind of injuries that we have, especially yeah. to Virgil. I think I think that was a massive kick because this guy is like. This guy's like made out of I don't know made out of the same thing that they used to make Captain America shields like the mm. guy the guy's unbreakable but and then obviously you see him go off injured I think we're just looking for just some talisman to come in and then make something happen and obviously yeah. Joshua was doing really well before he got injured. Mm. Uh, do you know what though, Kev? Actually, let me ask you this. Look, what I saw from Jota wasn't just him playing well. I also saw him remind the rest of the, the front three that yo, I need to fight for my place. You know. Because remember, because even because oh, I made a joke about it, I made a joke about it, and in the Atalanta game, we were like, "Raw, I just saw Salah pass to Mane." He's like, "Okay, so these men are even passing to each other now because because Jota's coming and be like, "Yo, if you don't watch yourself, I'm coming for your spot." Do you know what I mean? So maybe it can even drive them on to be a bit better. Hmm. This this is a thing like it's like Jota just came in on full smoke, so. Mane and that was like, oh, raw. If he's scoring, <laughs> I need to be netting. I, my level needs to up. But this is my thing with Menamino. I don't think them man respect Menamino. You yeah. get what I'm saying? It's like, them men are in the, the changing room. Like, I don't know, like back in the day when you played for school football, you'd look who turned up. Yeah, I'm starting, innit? Like, easy. Like, <laughs> I, I know I'm starting. It's like, that's how them man come in, innit? Like, Mane yeah. probably looks around. I'm starting, fam. Like, Salah. I'm starting, innit? They see Menamino. Like you're holding the bench, so I think Jota coming in at least gave the man a bit of edge. Where boy, Jota could start, and I could be on the bench. I need to up my level. So, but there is one thing I would say: I don't believe Klopp gives Minamino enough. I think you guys, do you guys call it trust minutes? Like yeah, he that. proper gets scraps. Do you know what I mean? How do you want a player no, no, no. like him no, no. to get any rhythm to show his full level playing 10 minutes here, 5 minutes here? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, oh, trust him. In the last, in the last four games, he's got nothing, bro. In the last four games, he's got nothing. No Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, it's, and, and it's not like we've been, we've been winning. That's what's mad. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The thing is, me and Gal were going back and forth and I'll say maybe Klopp doesn't see something, but at the same time, I'm thinking, bro, give my man 10 minutes. Like, Fuck. just 10 minutes. Like, for love 80, yeah, that is crazy. I, I think, I think the big problem with Minamino is that he has to start against having an impact. This is one of the problems we've got at the moment. We've not got that many players you kind of classify as impact subs off the bench. You can look at bench in the past few games, mm. and that's the thing, and that's why he was playing the first 30 minutes because. We kind of wanted to go at eight, see if we could get the goal early on, and then and, and whatnot. So you're looking at from from a kind of uh, someone who could get the ball, drive it 10, 15 yards, by being pushed for 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 further up the pitch. Got there in the end. Um, you're looking at either a Shaq or a Oxley Chamberlain for those two guys up front in terms of the front three interchangeably. What interchangeably? It's only Yasa realistically. You can say he's that guy because. Origi, yeah, he has his moments sometimes, but he's not really come up big this season. 
So, it's a difficult yeah, one. Yeah, I, I don't think Reeves has been given a try, though, either. I don't think he's been given a try. He's not worth it, man. No, no, no. We're not talking about that, No, no, no. But you know what? If it's, if it's not worth it, don't put him in the squad, bro. Like, no, nah, don't put him in the squad. You need to name players. You need to name players. We're not, we ain't, we're not blessed with strikers right now. We're not blessed with strikers. Like, even against Man United, he brought him on. Now, I know he's done a couple of little shimmies and whatnot, you know what I mean, at, at the FR box. But I don't, I don't like the fact that how we treat some players, bro. Honestly, seriously, good to God. Like, just put them on and see what they do. How, how badly can they do? I'm tired of seeing Milner's face pop up on the fucking screen. But when we yeah. need a goal, I'm tired of it. Not going to lie, yeah? Milner's gonna be Milner's gonna be our next goal scorer. Penalty. Quote me. No, but it's never like, it's never like Milner. <laughs> like we've got nine players on the bench, and you're telling me we we, we, we have to bring on Milner? Nah, come, like, come on, man. Come yeah, but Glam, Glam, hey, what I'm saying, yeah, hey, what I'm saying, Glam. Origi's been there for five years, bro. Bro, you're gonna give me five a five years, now, bro. I don't need. Not about yeah, a year, I, am. I am. I am. Forget that. Get ready. Get ready. Not about that. Nah, nah, okay, he's been there five years. Let's sell him. They tried, man. We tried to. Until he's sold, he is our product. Until he is sold, he is our product and our player. So what are we going to do? If you want to sell him, put him on the market. Put him on the market and let's see what he can do. Come on. Fair enough. Look, I like this because the debate never ends, guys. The debate never ends. Um, so thank you, guys. Don't get me wrong. Don't be recording this saying, "Oh, Glam saying Riga should start." You know, I know you guys push it. I'm just saying. Make sure right. <laughs> right, All right. We hear you. We hear you. We hear you. Next time I wake up tomorrow, I got a headline like Glam saying Riga starts. Again, I know you lot move. They might do. 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 But honestly, that's that. That's a good note to end on because it goes to show that no one way is particularly right, and everyone has differing opinions. That's why. That's that's why this podcast is so successful as it is. So I just want to say thank you everyone for coming on tonight. <clears throat> Glam, Chris, Kevin, Els, thank you so much for giving up your time. And all the listeners who tuned in live, thank you very, very much. And all of you guys listening on your various DSPs, thank you very much. Chris Davey, WWE Championship belt. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, you know, you know what I mean? When times get hard, when times get long, just remember, man. We're still the champs. We're still the champs. Still the champs. At so. least, at least until someone else wins. At least until May. Let's say. <laughs> we're still in it. There's no center backs. We're still in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. And I, 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 I think that, that that's a good closing line. The fact that we have no yeah. center backs and we are still in the mix. And I think we do yeah. need to we need to humble ourselves a little bit. And be like, you know, what? this could be way, way worse. So yeah, guys, tune in to our patrons that we got coming up this week. Obviously, we got one after the Burnley game. That's always got after every game. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on YouTube if you're not already as well and on Discord sign up to our Discord you have all the links there on our Twitter page and until next time guys thank you very much and goodbye Podcast Network.